Well, good evening, everybody. It's uh, Dr. Bob with Diestat Florida. Cross-country season is over. We're turning our attention now to the short indoor season, followed by the outdoor season. My special guest uh, tonight, Mr. Ed Thompson, Director of Athletics at the FHSAA, and the brand-new track and field administrator. I wanted to tell you a little bit about Ed before we talk to him about the, the schedule coming up for the state finals. This is Mr. Thompson's first year with the FHSAA. Before that, he was an athletic director at Mount Door for four years. He's got 14 years of high school track and field experience. He was educated at the New Mexico State University, the Aggies, and also got his master's degree at Ohio University. Welcome, Mr. Thompson. How are you doing this evening? I'm very good. Thanks for having me, Bob. I really appreciate it. Give me, uh, have the opportunity to talk to you. Well, one of the things that we've noticed right off the bat is it seems like uh, with you coming in, there's just a lot more openness, a lot more transparency, and uh, willingness to communicate across the state, and I think that's good for everybody. Uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I think it's uh, not a well-kept secret that the state finals are going to be at IMG Academy in Bradenton. Contract negotiations are underway, so we won't talk about the facility too much, but one of the things that has popped up is the... Uh, State meet schedule has now been posted on the FHSA website, and there's some uh, big changes. Big changes, I think, that are positive. Uh, there may be some some uh, issues with it, seeing this is the first year. But uh, Ed, basically, we're going to have prelims on uh, day one and finals for all four classifications on the second day. My question to you is, how did this come about? How did this change that we haven't seen in Florida before kind of evolve? Well, I, I started coaching uh, track and field in, in Florida back in '04, uh, and it, it, it's been on the, the, the one-day prelim and final schedule as long as I've been here. And uh, where, I, where I come from out, out in New Mexico, uh, they, they ran a, a two-day meet when I was uh, an athlete and, and a coach. And then uh, after I had left, they had actually gone to a three-day meet. As you know, they, they have uh, uh, far fewer athletes than we do here in Florida. Uh, but uh, basically, the genesis of going to a two-day format for all classifications uh, was, I mean, really it's been the desire of, of, of most coaches uh, that I've spoken to over the last 10 years that I've been in the state. Uh, you know, you look at, at the upper echelon uh meets that are out there with USATF, the national level, and, and, and so on, and you look at our uh, uh, other states around uh, the country, uh, the, the two-day meet with a prelim the first day and the, the final the next is, is pretty par for the course. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, when considering doing the two-day meet, uh, there were a number of things that, that, that went into that. Number one was, was looking to give each one of the athletes, student-athletes, the opportunity to have the best performances they could possibly get in as many events as they could get. And, you know, one of the uh, issues that I ran into uh, as a coach uh, at Mount Doris specifically was I had, uh, there were distance runners that, that we had coming from our school that could qualify in three events. Uh, but, you know, in, with the one-day format, those kids are often uh, led to, to make a decision on which one they're going to focus on because, for 
frankly, uh, uh, you can't really expect them to be at peak performance for all of them. Uh, so I think that going to the two-day schedule gives those distance runners a, a great opportunity to have uh, premium performances. And I think the same goes for the sprinters. I, I, I'm a sprinter in high school and, and you know, cut my teeth coaching sprinters and hurdlers. And frankly, I, I you know, trying to pull, uh, you know, three or, or four events, and I, that's probably uh, outside the norm for our state meet. Uh, but, you know, trying to do that all in one day, prelims and finals, is just brutal. Uh, so I, I, I really think that we're going to see uh, some premium sprint times as well. Uh, but uh, that, that was the number one concern is, is in progressing, you know, our sport and our state. Frankly, I, I believe that we have the best athletes in the country. At least they stack up well against any other state out there. Florida fast. Yeah, we definitely have some of the best talent across the nation. And we're really a track and field state from uh, from top to bottom. You know, when you take a look at a two-day meet versus a one-day meet, you automatically think, well, my cost just doubled. I've got to spend maybe an extra night now in Bradenton. Uh, yeah. Did that go into the thought process at all? It, it, it certainly did. Uh, and, and that's why if you look at the schedule, we built it around uh, there only being, you know, from an athletic director's perspective, a team will only need to stay one night. Probably most teams you're not going to see bringing 20 or 30 as they, you know, athletes that, as they would maybe a region or a district or something to that effect. Uh, but uh, we, we figured that the furthest team that would have to travel would travel roughly seven and a half hours. That's with a panhandle. I'm not, you know, discounting that Key West because I, I know that. Anytime they go someplace, it's a journey. Uh, But uh, we figured that with the way the schedule starts, where we start the the preliminaries and and, and the distance events in the afternoon on the Friday and the field events in the the afternoon on Friday, if necessary, can we run late? We can still run under those lights. And we start uh, roughly, I believe, at 9 o'clock on the second day. Ideally, so that we'll finish roughly between 5 and 7 o'clock p.m. That's, that's the goal, because we would like the teams to have the ability to get home the same night. Uh, you know, whereas if we were on the old schedule, if we were all way back to the old schedule where, you know, the final started at 7 o'clock, you know, teams are getting home at, you know, 1, 2, or 3 in the morning. So I think that we, we, we found a compromise, uh, you know, with the concerns of athletic directors and school administrators by, by building it the way we have, whereas they can go one day, stay that night, and then have enough time to get home in a reasonable hour. And given the location of uh, our prospective site, I, I think it allows for that. One of the other things uh, we noticed on the schedule between uh, the prelims and the finals over the two-day event is the 800-meter run. Looks like it's going to be now combined, it'll be run as a final on the Friday, the prelims day, the finals day for the 800 and a couple of these other events, the Adapted 800 and also the 3200. Any considerations there? I mean, you're going to have uh, 16 people on the track for the 800. And I'm, you know, personally, I'm not against that. I think it probably is, uh, is very, very doable. But your thought process in combining the two heats. 
Yeah, our, our, our thought process uh, with, and, I, and of course I consulted uh, other coaches around the state, uh, you know, about about the heat. Uh, I don't believe there's very much concern about uh, safety in, a, in an open 800. 16 kids is not a big deal. If you look at uh, a 4 by 8 the exchange zone itself will have roughly that many kids at once, and that's a little bit hairier situation. Uh, so I think we'll be, I think we'll give those kids that, that would ordinarily be in that slower heat, and I, I say slower, but when you get to that level, nobody is slow. Uh, you know, I think that gives them an opportunity to break into that top eight. Excellent. How about the, uh, the 400? Going to be run before the 4 by one on the prelim day on Friday. Yeah, and we looked at, at some of the situations where, where we had crossover, you know, especially in our sprint events where you, you'll have crossover, and I expect primarily on the girls' side you would probably see it more where you have 400 run, 4 by one and a 100, and so on. We, we tried to, again, build it with uh, recovery time uh, considered heavily so that we would have the, you know, kids that have the most opportune uh, situation to, to have uh, a good performance. Okay, four classes, we're looking at extended periods of rest anyway because it's going to be run in, in order 1A to 4A. So you're going to have multiple races in between each one, more recovered than they would maybe in a, in a regular meet, a regional or especially. So, you know, again, that's the thought process for recovery time. Right. And when we turn our eyes towards uh, Saturday, you know, you're, the plan right now is to start the 4 by 8 at 10 o'clock. And I imagine that, you know, some of these teams will be running pretty late in the day. It's going to be nearing the noon hour before the, the last team is off the track on that 4 by 8. And then we're coming back for finals at 2 o'clock. And a lot of those middle distance runners, you know, they'll be taken to the track for the the 1600 uh, later on that that evening. So the turnaround, the turnaround time. Can you compare it between the four by eight last year and the 1600 last year to this year? Has it, has that time been compressed? Well, the 1600 penalty day, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is in, is in the place of where the 32 would be. Uh, you're going to have starting off with that four by eight, and 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 really we're we're trying to figure that we're going to do a rolling schedule, but we built in a roughly uh, two to three hours in between because we know that we're not going to run the single heat. We're going to run those that was 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 strongly considered, and I, I, we're not real big on having it zone filled with 32 passes. That would have been crazy. So we'll be running the uh, four by gender. Uh, it's going to take a little while to get through, but the, you know, if you're one of those athletes that's running the four by eight, it does give you a chance at this area. If, if your coaches have worked it out to, you know, maybe leave the track area, go someplace shady, and 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 really relax, you know, without having too heavy of the time and well, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, it's a two-day event that'll be action-packed, and you know, the, I think the good thing right off the top is that 
everybody gets a chance to see all four finals. So it's not like you have to go home and, and watch the webcast to catch 3A and 4A or, or vice versa. Uh, it'll be yeah. an action-packed day, Saturday, May the 7th. How is the FHSAA going to have such a, a compressed time schedule because we start at 10 o'clock on Saturday and the thought is to be done by about 5 o'clock. You mentioned maybe a little bit of slack in there, 5 to 7 o'clock window. How are you going to handle awards on both the, the prelims day for the 800, some of those finals, and then again on Saturday, finals day? Yeah, our, our, our goal, and, and, and we will be honoring the top eight, uh, that, 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 that um, I know that the criticism is 10 out there about us trying to get out possible and, and some of the weather concerns and other things in the past have, you know, forced uh, the FHSA in the past to uh, adjust the awards and, you know, for, for real practical reasons. Uh, this year, we're, we're, we haven't exactly worked out the logistics about uh, where uh, the awards will be taking place. The plan is, is to hopefully have it at center field uh, in front of the, the grandstand. Uh, and do it ongoing, it progresses. So that uh, in between each heat or something, maybe we'll get a chance to honor a previous event. Uh, so the details haven't been worked out on it, but the plan is to honor all eight places for each, uh, each gender and each class. Well, I, I think I speak on a lot of uh, people's behalf and say that'll be a, a welcome addition and great to have it back the way that it kind of used to be back in the day, and uh, Mr. Thompson, thanks for talking to us. We now have better vision and, uh, you know, some thought processes that went behind going to a two-day event with the prelims and the finals, and uh, we'd really like to be able to talk to you some more as the season progresses. So my guest this evening has been Mr. Ed Thompson, Director of Athletics at the FHSAA and the Track and Field Administrator. Everybody stay tuned. Friday, May the 6th, and Saturday, May the 7th, you may want to make your hotel reservations early, and we'll look forward to a contract being signed with uh, IMG Academy. Uh, good evening, Mr. Thompson. Thanks for talking to us. I truly appreciate it.